utility 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 belt uh-huh. yeah utility <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm gonna get in trouble for that one welcome to episode 98 this episode see we talk about rock and saw live by the pen die by the pen and triple bat frontier i'm al flores and i'm anton duong Not too bad. A little more laid back this week. I mean, we've been having some pretty crazy weeks for the past month and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's nice to finally have a, a slow week. Um, mm-hmm. Even my work has kind of slowed down a little bit, so I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah. Uh, before I go any further, just want to say uh, thank you to Josiah from the Comic Syndicate for hooking me up with more cards. <laughs> for hey, where's mine? Where's Pikachu. mine? Uh, I have a stack. Okay. So you're, All right. You're more All right. <laughs> I'll take one. <laughs> I thought you didn't care. <laughs> I, I never said that. All right. Well, speaking of giving things away, I just want to mention we are doing a contest to celebrate our 100th episode, which is coming up in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to select from one of five Pop Funkos. You got Thor, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Captain Marvel, and Black Widow. Uh, just go to either Instagram and or Twitter page, uh, like the post, reply with your favorite MCU movie, mm-hmm. and tag two friends. That is so awesome that yeah, we're doing no, it's, this. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I, I thought Twitter would have taken off more, but Instagram is the one that's taken off. So if you want oh, better yeah. odds, go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> go on Twitter. Yeah. So are, are right. we doing one on each or uh, we're just choosing one? One on each. So two okay. pop uncles up for grab, one on Twitter, mm-hmm. one on Instagram. Oh, that's really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. I always wanted to do one. So I think I thought, yeah. wait, you know what? 100th. And yeah, it's, it's a lot crazy. Easier. It's really crazy that, you know, we're hitting 100 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. <laughs> it's a lot easier to give away stuff than it is for us to coordinate a celebration for a 100th episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean i'm thinking about some things to celebrate so uh hopefully it's gonna be a really good episode so look out for that one i i'm i'm gonna share a, a lot of uh you know personal things in that episode oh. so yeah okay mm-hmm. all right interesting i'm down mm-hmm. all right anton uh is that it for our week updates uh yeah let's uh get into the show all right let's go to news Right, Anton, actually, is about a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, the week before or the week of the movie draft, that we had Josias on the on, from the Comic Syndicate on the show, and we talked about Stanley's ex business manager uh, that was stealing his blood and trying to sell pens out of it. Yeah, that, that was kind of weird. But... Right. Well, yeah. it has that the ex manager has been officially charged with five counts of elder abuse, uh, one count of theft, embezzlement, uh, forgery or fraud against an elder adult, false mm-hmm. imprisonment of an elder adult, and a misdemeanor count of alleged elder abuse. Uh, the manager's name is Kaya Morgan. Kia Morgan. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it was bad. Apparently, it was getting to the point where uh, the family's alleging that he prevented Stan from even seeing his friends and family. Well, that's that's pretty crazy. I'm kind of curious on how long he was his manager for. I know. I I, yeah. I I was trying to get more information, but I couldn't. It was very like, I think the news was just trying to get it out there as fast as they could. Yeah, but it's kind of um, crazy to have someone that, you know, you work close and dearly with and 
you know, for them to do something like that is just absurd. It's crazy. Boggles yeah, well, mind. it's a, the, the the article did say it was one of his ex-managers. So I'm wondering if Stan had multiple managers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I was trying to figure out, like, you know, um, he has to have uh, a couple of them. I mean, for him to not have a specific one means... That, you know, a lot of them are not that trustworthy. Well, you would think you'd have one for either your personal and or business finance for mm-hmm. I mean, Stanley is an icon. He is his own business as yeah. uh, as as uh, what's his name? Um, oh, my God. Jay-Z. There you go. <laughs> also say hello, cool Jay. As uh-huh. Jay-Z says, he's not just a businessman. He's a business man. Um, <laughs> and I mean, like he also used to have a manager that knows the comic book world and you also have a manager that needs to know the entertainment world. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that he had multiple managers. So I wouldn't be surprised if he did have multiple managers. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. But I'm glad that they're bringing charges against him. I, I'm, I'm shocked it took a year to bring those charges up. But I guess they wanted to bring all the documents together. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I don't have All a manager right, like that. So. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else is going on to entertainment world? So uh, this is very interesting. Uh, I mean, are you a big fan of uh, Chris Rock by any chance? Yeah, but it's been a while since he's done stuff that like I'm actually like, excited about, though. Like, yeah. He, kinda, he, he pops up and does cameos. But beyond that. I don't yeah, really... I, I, I know that, you know, sometimes he pops up in movies like uh, uh, with Adam Sandler in that uh, Grown Ups yeah. movie. Um, I know that he did a uh, comedy stand-up special, but I think that's probably the only thing that he's done for quite a while now. So yeah, I, guess- I think the last thing I did see him in was that comedy special, and he did a cameo on The Real Husbands of Hollywood with uh, mm-hmm. that that uh, that Car- uh, Kevin Hart show. Yeah, so he's yeah. keeping a little low on this. Um, but anyways, he's coming back, but with something very odd, and you know, it's kind of different. For him to go down this road. Uh, mm-hmm. He's bringing back the Saw franchise. He's basically rebooting the whole entire movie. Uh, I don't know if he's going to star in it. But I, I know that he has um, you know, producer rights and stuff that he's he's working on right now. In order to bring the whole franchise back. So um, I don't know. This is kind of different for him. I don't know if I would be the type of person that would be interested. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Chris Rock has a, a dark side of him. And that's why he's so interested in rebooting the Saw series. Maybe, but he needs to start a new franchise. Yeah. Saw had like, what, eight eight Saws? Yeah, there's like eight Saw movies, yeah. Yeah, it's too much. It's been beaten to death. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to get to that Friday the 13th level of like number of movies coming out. I think what we had a Saw movie like every year, every other year at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but but I'll tell you what though. I mean, if if it's Blumhouse, I haven't really looked this up, but if it's Blumhouse working on it, then I think they're gonna put a lot more effort into it. Because I mean, Halloween that came out recently, um, it was actually really decent, like surprisingly yeah, but see, decent. But see, it, uh, I don't know. I, I I think that's been overdone. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I hope he if he does re- revamp it or if he does bring it back, he I hope it's a totally different twist on it. Because to be honest, the only Saw movie I liked was the first one mm-hmm. because I did not see that twist coming. That was a beautiful twist. Mm-hmm. And if the franchise just ended there, maybe another movie that could give closure, mm-hmm. I would have been fine with it. But damn, they milked that franchise. Yeah. Uh, it was a good idea for James Wan to do that at first. And I think that was the reason why he stepped off of it after, I think, the second one. Um, but yeah, I mean, lately, a lot of horror movies don't really do that well for a lot of audiences because a lot of them are, are so predictable. So Mm -hmm. I think like, you know, um, I think nowadays horror movies has to be like a certain criteria to capture the audience, you know? 
So I, I think, uh, you know, like the Chucky movie, I think they're going more of a, a serious, but of course, a little bit of comedy in there too. But I don't know. I, I think if we can see where this new Child's Play movie lies, we can really see what's going to happen in the future for the horror movie series. I, I have high hopes for the Chucky movie, um, for a horror movie, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I I give them props. They're com- kind of going back with practical effects. Yeah, I like that. Um, because mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, uh, it's gonna be an actual animatronic Chucky doll. So it's not just mm-hmm. gonna be look robotic. It's gonna be a little robot, which yeah. adds another creepy level to it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I think s- I think if it's like a actual puppet like that, I think puppets are are scary. I mean, they're all funny and stuff on on Sesame Street, but sometimes if you really think about it, if you just go one different direction with those characters, it could be really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I smell that they might release like a two thousand dollar Chucky doll, <laughs> a replica. <laughs> of one of these. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I remember going to Toys R Us, and you know, there's there's one section where they have like. Um, the McFarlane characters uh, figurines. Oh yeah, and there would be a, like a mm-hmm. Chucky in that in in that area. Oh, yeah. fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't take that one. Yeah, I don't Just know if I can one. work at Toys R Us walking I, through that I, aisle. I will say. I will say Chucky did get uh, uh, funnier, more cheesy as the movies went on. Yeah. Um, oh, ooh, you know what? I, I did have some creepy stories from 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 when I worked at KB Toys, so I, I might oh, try wow. to. Oh wow! I might I might think of some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, not not really a story, but something aside aside note. Uh, none of us ever wanted to touch the Ouija boards. <laughs> oh yeah. Because you we, never were, we, yeah, because you never know what people would do. I mean, uh, even when, you know, we were hanging out at the mall with our friends back in the days. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but some of our friends are interested in witchcraft. So there would be a bookstore yeah. down down uh, on the first floor where they usually go and uh, look at uh, witchcraft books, which is it, totally weird and different uh, golden golden books right or golden, yeah gold. uh, crown, crown books crown books crown, crown books, books yeah yeah uh yeah and it didn't help that that section was like in a freaking corner of the, the yeah. bookstore. <laughs> it's like uh let's put this in the the most creepiest yeah. place in in the store yeah um no i'll definitely have to think of some of the things that i recall from working there mm-hmm. uh i even got to see the seedy underbelly of westminster mall oh no <laughs> the areas that like holy crap i didn't know this went this deep down here <laughs> oh, I mean, well, you know, that that mall is built like a very long time ago and there was uh, different purposes for it. Right. I think 70s. 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 Oh, so wow. It's not that old. It's not that mm-hmm. old. I'll go, I'll go into it later. Dude, it's, <laughs> if you think about it now, that's like almost 50 years. Oh, yeah. that's true. You're right. Mm-hmm. 50 years now. Mm-hmm. All right. That's on. Uh, we got some other awesome news. Something mm-hmm. we've been waiting at least, what, two years? Yeah, it's been two years. And uh. We're pretty excited about it. Uh, Rick and Morty season four is finally coming back, uh, and it's going to be this November. Yeah. So uh, I, I think uh, we talked about this before on the episode. Uh, mm-hmm. They they've been trying to do a contract where they would do like a consistent amount of episodes where it keeps coming out, and it's a lot of seasons. So that way they know that you know this show is going to survive for. A long time so that's what they've been trying to work on for the last two years and well, once they got that deal whoops once they got that deal down is when they start doing all the episodes yeah well to be fair the the, the original deal ended mm-hmm. yeah the original contract they had with rick and morty uh, uh but 
I don't think Cartoon Network expected it to, or Adult Swim expected it to be as big as it was. Mm-hmm. So when the contract ended, uh, what was his name? Something Roland? Uh, like his name? Now? Justin. Justin. Warland. Justin. Justin Roland. He said, "Better pay us," and that's how they negotiated that deal because there was no production going on for the next season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by the time the contract was worked out and they did get to work on the script for the following seasons. I mean, it takes about what? Well, it was probably a couple months of negotiation. Uh, then you need about a, c- a couple months for writing this, writing the the episodes, uh, voicing them, mm-hmm. and then probably six months worth of animation work. So yeah. that, that added up to two years. Yeah, but they locked it down. They got a couple of seasons out of it. So yes, uh, we're gonna be seeing a lot more of Rick and Morty for the next probably five, at least five years or more. Yeah, so we should excited about that. Yeah, we shouldn't be seeing any um any any long pauses between the two now mm-hmm. between the seasons now because I mean they have the contract locked down they have a schedule, uh we should be good. Yeah, I wish I could do that with anime. I I, I really hate <laughs> the fact that you have to wait for so long. I mean, for example, we we waited like almost three years for Attack on Titan to come back on, and now yeah. it's pretty consistent it's already um halfway through the third season and i'm i've been watching it recently been uh, catching up and uh dude it's getting even better and better i love the story so mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh let's see here where's my notes all right uh we also got some bat news yep uh i'll let you go with the first bat <laughs> okay so we finally got a trailer to see what uh, Ruby Rose looks like uh, as Batwoman. Mm-hmm. So this is very interesting because it's a whole different take on what we know uh, of Batwoman. We never really knew that she was, you know, um, uh, a lesbian. Uh, uh, that's one of the newer which ones. Is, yeah, new, which newer, is very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I don't is think I've ever discussed before. Yeah, and I think it's a very good direction to go into because, I mean, uh, kind of opens up a whole different uh, view of the LGBTQ um, community. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, you don't really have that many open shows like this, and I, it's on the CW. Yeah, I still feel they were pandering. However, she looks badass. She mm-hmm. looks good in that in the, in the trailer. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the full trailer. I just I saw like the screenshots because I was yeah. at work mm-hmm. and I'm a responsible worker, uh-huh. but not responsible enough to uh, focus completely on work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's I, I'm glad it's coming out that way. It's it's a good sign. Um, I I need to watch that episode of Arrow when she popped up. Mm-hmm. So okay, so I I really like the 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 way that uh, they portray her in this. She's very fierce. Yeah, uh, she she doesn't. Be. Yeah, she doesn't seem. F- uh, weak at all throughout the whole entire uh, trailer that we see here. Um, the bat, the bat woman suit. Uh, very cool. Uh, very, um, very similar to to some of the other ones that we've seen before in very other movies. Combat, combat design mm-hmm. aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the thing that I that I'm kind of like kind of awe on is her hair color. It's red. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that Ruby Rose has short hair, but I guess you know it's it's a costume. Um, yeah. I'm kind of curious if the hair has any special properties, you know, because um, usually uh, a lot of superheroes who have long hair usually get their hair pulled on, you know, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. So I don't know what you mean by special properties. Because, I mean, <laughs> like, it, it's just mean? a wig. Like, it, it, does yeah. it do anything special? You know, it just... Oh, okay. Like, is it like her, is that her, her bat belt? Her bat utility... 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 <laughs> utility... 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 Belt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Utility. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to more bat news. Uh, moments before we started recording, Anton, uh, we got word that Warner Brothers and Matt Reeves were talking about who's going to be the new Batman since Batfleck, Batfleck is out. Uh, the two people on the short list are, were Nicholas Holt mm-hmm. and Robert Pattinson. Yeah. And Variety was reporting that it went to Robert Pattinson. Yeah, but... Uh, uh... They're trying to shortlist it right now, so they aren't really confirming anything. But Variety yeah, it, is I know, a pretty good source, Yeah, I was saying, but I was saying, I was saying back and forth, and Variety was saying, nope, he's gonna be it. So, oh yeah, okay, wow. Uh, yeah, you know, no, I'm, I'm so I, weary because it's so early, but yeah, when I saw this earlier, uh, I was really thinking hard about it. I think I don't think that they are going to do. Um, I don't think he's going to replace Ben Affleck. I think it's going to be its own movie. Kind of like uh, how yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is doing the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be like a probably an origin story. Because, I mean, Robert yeah, Pattinson does have that younger face. Yeah. He's what, in his 30s? Yeah. Um, no, I, I think they're trying to stay, steer away from the, the Bat, Batfleck uh, mm-hmm. version. Because uh, Ben Affleck's Batman was, he was aged. He was older Batman. He's seen shit. He's, he's over... Uh, criminals bullcrap he he wants he's just done d- dealing with bullcrap so he's he's yeah. very like he's not as tolerant he uses guns uh was it was it in batman versus superman he uh <laughs> he just obliterated a gang of 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 hoodlums in a warehouse mm-hmm. with his uh uh his his, his back car that <laughs> just yeah. obl- just unloaded on him um yeah so i think this one they're trying to go to the younger version more origin which is gonna be cringeworthy if they do the damn parent death scene again yeah it's in every single uh, show and movie and yeah yeah <laughs> damn it how many how many times do we have to see martha kent's oh no, martha, kent, martha wayne's uh uh pearls fall on the ground yeah <laughs> um I, I so i i get that robert pattinson has the look mm-hmm. of a younger batman he like just has the, the facial the, the the facial structure yeah i mean he has the chin uh yeah, usually chin. it's it's the lips and the chin that really yeah. uh makes the bat um mask look good How, however mm-hmm. batman also has a charisma to him mm-hmm. that that sells the bruce wayne uh play, playboy characteristic i don't think he has that swagger uh, I think he does, and I'll tell you why. Uh, there's a couple of independent movies that I really like them in, and he really draws back uh, from playing the same character as what we see in Twilight. And I think if you really check those movies out, you can see where he shines in his acting is he puts uh, on a whole totally different character. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I think he can handle it. I think he can. I, I, I'll, I'll wait and see. Uh, mm-hmm. I did post on our social media, uh, are you hashtag team Batword or team Batflick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah, so you know that's that's the one thing that I'm so confused with DC is how they're um, doing their designing whole, their stories. Yeah, uh, I'm so confused on what is so are connected. They. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think DC is re- really trying to uh, pull from the comic book world because the comic book world has multiple series going on at any given time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you'll have the you'll have one storyline, the traditional storyline. You'll have an altered version. You'll have the one off. Uh, storylines it's i think the dc is just trying to go you know what let's just tell these stories uh we're not even gonna try to build an mcu they've tried they failed 
let's just get out there and tell his stories. And I think that's what we're getting with the Joker. Yeah. And uh, Ezra Miller is fighting really hard trying to get the Flash movie to work because it was so close to just total shutdown with the whole entire um, production. Did we yeah. talk about that? No, but we all assumed. <laughs> yeah. Because he actually uh, hired someone to help him work on finishing the script because the studio didn't really like the script and they tossed it. So then him and some other guy uh, is writing the script and he's trying to get it greenlit. So as long as they greenlit it, uh, I mean, they're 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 golden. But right now, um, I haven't really checked up upon it, but that's pretty much where they were at last time I saw. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's gonna be. Re- it's gonna get really complicated. But I think that's why DC created, rebranded their their franchise as the worlds of DC. Mm-hmm. That way, it's multiple worlds. It's not and just they one can do wherever line. the heck they, they want. Can just, yep, yeah. they can just do the one offs at the very least. At the very most, they can do trilogies for certain movies. But this way, they're not connected. They can just play along with the stories and tell the yeah. stories that we know from the comic book world. That's true. Because uh, I mean, they don't really have anybody to helm the whole entire. Um, I mean, they did, they but had, then he bailed. He bailed. Zack Snyder. No, no, but didn't they also give it to, uh, what's her name? Um, oh, that was Star Wars. Never mind. That's something else. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. They they tried to get, you know, a, a, a Kevin it, Feige it, it was, type. It, and yeah. They couldn't, they, they, couldn't keep the, they couldn't keep the producers out. I think the executives of movies is what kills this. Yeah. Because Christopher Nolan was, was on it for the longest time trying to keep everything afloat. And he hired Zack Snyder to pretty much take his place because he doesn't want to do it and even he couldn't handle it and he had to you know he had family problems that he had to uh take care of but i mean yeah look at kevin feige he well uh, in a way i guess he has more power to it because he was the president of marvel studio so he's the head of everything Mm -hmm. and then you know um uh, Zack Snyder and christopher nolan was working for warner brothers so i mean there was corporate people way up even though they wanted something, they couldn't call the shots. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that's probably what happened there. Yeah. yeah, no, they they gave the power to the writers, the creators, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what made the difference. Uh, you mm-hmm. didn't have producers, because executives worry about making money on multiple ends. Mm -hmm. So if they're able to sneak in random costume changes or uh, just different just different ways to monetize in the toy world in other aspects, product placement, they'll do it. They don't care how it impacts the story. Mm -hmm. So if you give it to the creators, the creators are going to focus on the story. Everything else comes second. And Mm -hmm. it's almost like what people say. If you want to make if you want to make money, do what you love and the money will come for. This Mm -hmm. is what the writers did. They created what they do, what they have passion for. And the money came. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, enough of this passion talk. Uh, mm-hmm. What else is going on in the news? Uh, so uh, there's this clip online right now on YouTube um, where Halle Berry, let me see if I, uh, she was training for John Wick. Um, ha- have you seen any of that these woman? clips? <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that movie. It's probably one of the worst <laughs> movies ever made. Girl, speaking, of, speaking of DC failures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, have you seen any of these videos where you see Keanu Reeves? Um, he's basically uh, doing like uh, spectacle training with like weapons. Yes, yes, I have. I've seen. Yeah, you've those. seen those. I, right? I think I saw. For, I, th- I think I saw for John Wick two actually before that one. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So mm-hmm. they actually have uh, Halle Berry this time uh, doing the same thing, and she looks freaking badass, dude. Uh, I gotta send you this link so you can have a look at it. Uh, but how the hell did Barry find time when she's in Paris I think <laughs> that's what I thought 
Um, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh dang! Look at her badass with that freaking M sixteen A four. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Question mark. I'm on uh, Call yeah. of Duty. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because uh, throughout the whole entire video, you see her deb- double tapping, and it's so badass. Like, uh, you, you know, it's freaking legit when you're double tapping all of the targets, and every every target that she shoots at. It's a hit. And it's like, it's not like, um, like on the side of the bodies or anything. It's like pretty much like in the center, in the chest area. And sometimes, uh, uh, certain parts you could see her shoot straight into the head, which is so awesome. But anyways, uh, seeing this makes you want to see the movie even a little bit more, Alan. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, <laughs> okay. maybe when they come to Netflix. Oh my god, dude! This movie is worth every the, penny. The more you and like Josiah's and I, I think Carl, I've heard who else try to like pull me into this John Wick world, the more I try to resist. I'm like, no, no. Okay, okay. If I had to compare this to uh, Equalizer, okay, I, I would choose this over Equalizer any day because Equalizer. You saw Equalizer, right? I, I saw bits of it. I, I was gonna take it after like ten minutes. Okay. Wait, <laughs> well, first or minutes. second one? uh second one to be honest. okay second, second one's shit don't watch it okay okay yeah first one first one is good if i had to compare it to that i, I would cho- totally choose john wick okay. because i mean it, okay if you love the matrix you're gonna love john wick the reason why is because the stunt team that was on the matrix they worked on john wick so that's why it's so good mm-hmm. yeah all right anton Mm-hmm. All right, enough with enough with your wick. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What's this AMA? Okay, so um, I think it was yesterday. Yesterday on the Marvel Studios subreddit, they had mm-hmm. um, Kevin Feige come on and do a ask me almost anything. <laughs> almost anything. They had to change yeah. it because he can't answer yeah. everything. Yeah, they're going to start asking about phase four, mm-hmm. saying, yo, dog, does it ask me anything? So I'm asking you anything. <laughs> almost anything. Yeah, so I, I picked out some uh, very interesting ones. Uh, he didn't really talk much about anything else except what he can talk about. So, uh, yeah, these are some of them. Uh, someone asked, how far is the MCU planned in advance? And this is very interesting to us because we don't really know how far they usually uh, look into the future. So uh, his answer is, we usually work with a specific five-year plan at any given point, but often have a general plan that extends much, much further. So uh, yeah. like Endgame and Infinity War, they they knew where they were going, yeah. but that was pretty um, much just, like way out there. Not just that, but I feel they have uh, a, a gradient level of like knowledge, like the big picture 10 years like five six years down the road they mm-hmm. know the general structure they want to go then yeah. a couple years say f- like three years they know for certain these key points need to be part of that story that we're writing now mm-hmm. and then two years three years that's when like they they know for sure what stories are coming out and what they're going to tell because i think they have to leave room for for adjustment if needed if something fails mm-hmm. or if a certain story doesn't work or if they lose an actor yeah um I think the the most most notably is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, true. Okay, so this is another question that uh, I found very very intriguing. Also, uh, this guy says this has been eating me. How much did Stanley know about Endgame before he passed? Was there a version far enough along for him to screen it? Maybe before his death. Um, and uh. then. Uh, Kevin Feige says. End, so. Endgame or Infinity? Endgame, right? Endgame. Endgame. Uh, uh, hold on, let me guess. Um, 
he at least knew the story and saw some of the scenes because didn't they film infinity war and endgame simultaneously back to back yeah yeah um yeah so so kevin said stan loved to wait and see the final movie at the premiere bullshit (laughs) so unfortunately he did not get to see the finished movie uh, but Stan did get a download of the full story the day he came to shoot his cameo. So he got the full script. So he got the okay. fu- full story and okay. everything. See, there they you just go. didn't get to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, another uh, guy on here asked three questions. First question is, are there any storylines that you think are unfilmable? Uh, and then he says, everything is filmable nowadays. It's about finding the most resonant character stories to bring it to the big screen. Because I know I know there's a lot of storylines that people love from the comics. Um, it just comes up to if it makes sense to bring it to the, the storyline. So I agree with him. I, and the, the funny thing is, like, I, I, as much as I want to say some things are unfilmable, uh, mm-hmm. two characters, uh, maybe more, but two of them specifically come to mind um that i you know 10 years ago i would have like said oh that's gonna be that's gonna be ish that's not gonna that's not gonna work uh the first one is black panther yeah because if you told me black panther was gonna be made into a movie i would just imagine a cheesy costume uh no real acrobatics or all cgi this one they it's cgi but it's damn good looking cgi uh, the yeah. other one is Thor. Thor mm-hmm. is super cheesy. He is a Olympian, well, not Olympian, a Nor- Norse god, mm-hmm. and it it works. Yeah, it totally works. <laughs> so here, yeah, here's although what... I, although although okay. the original Thor design almost didn't work, he was super blonde. If you look like oh, a Thor, yeah. that's actually in one of the AMAs here. Uh, I didn't save this one, but I, I guess I'll probably bring this one up uh let me see the the darker thor's hair got the more lovable he became (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's true okay let me see here uh maybe 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 uh natalie portman's character was into uh blonde guys and when he lost the blondness okay (laughs) (laughs) this is what kevin feige said he said i made a joke once about regretting dying chris hemsworth eyebrows blonde for the uh for the first thor but the truth is it's everything in those films and the little details the perfect ones are not so perfect that carried us through the experience of endgame therefore i wouldn't change a thing so i mean it was absurd to see you know those eyebrows but then yeah. you know that that kind of gives the the fun factor of changing his character uh, for Endgame that we saw, yeah, because it it gives you a a physical uh, you know tracking of his progression. He mm-hmm. went from um uh, uh, this god that you know as as Thor and Loki are fighting it out in uh, Avengers uh, the, in the in the in the uh, what you call it, the shield hovercraft or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Captain flies jumps off the jumps off the hovercraft to to catch up to them, stop them. Uh, who was it? Was it uh was a wi- Black Widow? She told her. She told the yeah. Captain, "Careful, Captain. These guys come from mythology. They're pretty much gods." <laughs> and then you, then you have you know, cut to eight, seven years later to Fat Thor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shows you the the more humane yeah, exactly. version of Thor. <laughs> yeah, he shows he's flawed. Yeah. He's not perfect. He's he's mm-hmm. humanized. Yeah. All right, so the second question is, has producing these films changed the way that you read and enjoy comics? And he says, not really. I still like to read comics every week from the fan's point of view. And I think that's that's a good thing because, 
you there's a lot of stories that are still being developed and especially people have different takes on different characters and storylines so it's always good to have you know an open mind to something new because it, it surprises you sometimes so i guess it's a good thing for him to um you know still be a fan instead of controlling the whole entire fleet um, yeah, you you have to learn how to appreciate it from a stamp from a fan standpoint uh, before you can make something for a fan because you don't know because yeah. mm-hmm. if you don't, then you're you're making something for another group, mm-hmm. but you add more value to it when you are a member of that group. Yeah, that's true. OK, and then the third and last uh, question that he asked was, um, who is someone that's not yet to appear in the MCU that you're itching to introduce? And Kevin Feige says, you'll know soon enough. So I'm guessing D23 for sure. Oh, uh, there is a, I'll try to find it. There's some theories going around mm-hmm. uh, regarding who the next big baddie is going to be in the MCU. Okay, and- so uh, l- let me put this out right now. So then it's on this episode. I think towards the end of the whole timeline that they're going to unveil, there's going to be a Silver Surfer. I, I, because they no, have to the integrate Fox X-Men. Thing, X-Men, Fantastic Four into this. Yeah. So I think Silver Surfer standalone movie would be huge. The perfect. Yeah, it would be huge. I would love to see that because I know that we're getting into space now. Mm -hmm. So Silver Surfer has to be something that is brought up. And then we're going to get like more other uh, properties. Would Galactus be too much to ask for? (laughs) (laughs) I think he's the ultimate one. So... um, I think, yeah, I, I think there will probably be a uh, set movie that is as big as the Infinity War movie with uh, Galactus. Yeah. But so, it could be too soon to have it. But I mean, you know, towards the end of the phase. Yeah. So the one that IGN is proposing uh, mm-hmm. is that the changes made to the timeline are go- are actually the the stepping stones to phase four, mm-hmm. not just the the, in the 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 independent spinoff shows or not the independent spinoffs, but the the solo character shows. Mm-hmm. But it's going to explain why the new bad guy comes into power. Mm-hmm. So the one they're proposing is Kang the Conqueror. King the Conqueror, yeah. So it says, uh, IGN, the events of Endgame could easily serve as a catalyst for Kang's debut. Perhaps Endgame serves as his origin story. When a young Kang sees how the Avengers are able to manipulate time in order to achieve the impossible goal, he's inspired to do the same. And because, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Endgame, because Thanos is taken out of the timeline, was it four years ahead of time? Five years. Five years ahead of time. That gives Kang five years to come to power. Mm-hmm. In the time that, in that same time that Thanos should have been in power and keeping others, you know, potential threats down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, this is very interesting because, um, I don't know if it's in that same IGN article or not, but I've I read this somewhere. I can't uh, pinpoint it exactly. But um, watching the movie the second time, I, I totally noticed this too. Um, one of the lines that Thanos said is that he didn't. He tried to destroy the stones, but then he couldn't do it. And look what happened to him. However, he said that he did turn the stones into atoms, atom size. Uh, he sent them to the sub subatomic world or subatomic level. That, and yeah. that was in the movie. He did mention that. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people would just, you know, fly straight past that. But I know a lot of, you know, uh, hardcore fans would know that that could be something that's achievable to uh, get to. Yes. Uh, especially mm-hmm. when, when they start manipulating other things. 
Yeah. Uh, and another thing, key thing to Kang the Conqueror is also for comic book geeks, he is strongly tied to. Uh, it says here with the Fantastic Four and X Men and Inhumans. Mm-hmm. All three franchises are now under Disney control, mm-hmm. and Disney is going to want to propo- you know, present them properly. So, yeah, what a good good way to bring them in. Kind of the same way that all these Avengers were were brought in to fight the Thanos threat. These other properties are going to be can be brought in to take on Kang the Conqueror. Okay, so this is one thing I just wish Kevin Feige can just clear up, but um, I don't think they're going to clear it up for a while. What shows are canon? What shows are not canon? Oh, uh, you know, because it's it's really killing me. Like you know, uh, I mean, I'm okay if the Netflix what, what shows uh, would it be shows. canon. Okay, I know in humans they tried their best to you know make it canon, Include but it. it was so bad. I wish they can just you know scrap that and not even say it's canon. Yeah, uh, I know mm-hmm. for the while they tried to distance themselves from Shield, and then mm-hmm. they Shield because Shield did such a great job in the beginning of being intertwined with the movie universe, mm-hmm. um, and then it kind of disconnected. And I thought that's when the that was the end of Shield, but then it, they started reconnecting again. Um, yeah, it, it's hard yeah, it to connect it. because like they try to integrate it with every single ep- uh, every single movie, but yeah. it's hard to do that when some of the movies uh, have like a big time jump, you know, in between. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the first episode I think it takes place right after uh, the Avengers movie because it's mm-hmm. like the New York uh, stuff that yeah. happened. Mm-hmm. All right, it's on. Uh, anything else in the AMA? Um, there is one uh, where he confirms that uh, the version of the Hulk in Endgame is uh, known as Smart Hulk. So mm-hmm. I, I found that one very interesting uh, that he confirmed that that's what it, um, this Hulk is called. Oh, but, um, and so these were all these were the Marvel. So I was seeing some quotes coming from Kevin Feige. So I guess is where it came from. The other one he confirmed is that, uh, again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, skip ahead 30 seconds. But there's no way Black Widow's coming back. Like he reinforced the the rules of the Soul Stone. That that this the soul is stuck there forever. Okay, so how the heck do you return a Soul Stone? No, 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 no. The the person is. I stuck know, in but it. it doesn't make sense. So still, like, how do you return a Soul Stone? You just toss it back in there. Oh, yeah, that's again, that uh, again. No, I know, but that's another thing that bugged me <laughs> from yeah. the 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 end of the movie is. I think he got they got lazy trying to explain how all these pieces fell back in place. Mm-hmm. I think we discussed yeah. this in our in our in our spoiler cast of that one. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, anything else? Uh, nope. That's pretty much it. But I, I've been really really um happy with uh, all these behind the scene clips um that we've been seeing on Twitter and Instagram from mm-hmm. uh, uh Chris um Chris Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth um yeah. and uh cool. yeah both of them yeah both of them posting them it's funny cuz uh Hemsworth posted it and then I see on Twitter uh Chris Evans posted oh no no it wasn't Chris uh uh Chris Pratt Chris Pratt mm-hmm. posted it and then uh Chris Evans said oh thank god I wasn't the only one that took video <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and i think said, like, uh, uh, elizabeth olsen did that too um they all did and i think yeah, they all did but i, I think uh chris's chris's joke was like what are they gonna do fire me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny um yeah no i guess there was like a, a certain time t- uh, time frame where they couldn't release any of the sorry they had to wait like two weeks uh, uh after yeah, afterwards the and then like after it's like okay cool we're off and then they started releasing their stuff mm-hmm. um but it, it is cool seeing the set and like how it's detailed but at the same time how minimal they're working with yeah and, the rest and is it's just crazy because like it, you know the whole entire cast is there too which is kind yeah. of insane 
uh mm-hmm. what's his name uh um uh damn it the, the one of the ravagers uh oh my god i'm blanking on his name um the the one that that was taking over uh for for mary poppins at the end of ragnar of at the end of the volume of uh yeah uh, of uh guardians of the galaxy volume two. Oh, you're talking about james gunn's brother yeah 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 what's his name uh something gun <laughs> oh yeah so james yeah his <laughs> like he posted he's like he's like doing the, he's panning across the set showing all the ca- actors and he like turns to him and goes i'm pretty sure i'm the most famous person here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i saw <laughs> like, that that was funny i was like yeah. oh god all right, that's on. Uh, all right, uh, let's get on to our next segment, streaming. All right, streaming. All right, so I've been holding on to this one for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. About two, three weeks ago, uh, I watched on Netflix a movie called Triple Frontier. Okay. Uh, so this stars... Uh, ben Affleck, Batfleck, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac, Charlie Hunnam, uh, Garrett Ledland, and Pedro Pascual. Pascal. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let, let me throw this out first. I always thought that Charlie and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, G- uh, Garrett. L- Garrett. L- I yeah. always thought that they look exactly like each other. <laughs> and was- you know, they're in the same movie and they're playing brothers. I know. And the funny yeah. thing is, like, and even in the trailer, I was kind of like, which one is that one? <laughs> all right uh so if you haven't seen the trailer yet it's about uh five mercenary well not mercenary but former soldiers Mm -hmm. uh that go to i believe it is colombia make sure uh, somewhere a country south america that has drug problems yeah (laughs) i'm pretty pretty sure it's colombia um and they're gonna go rob a a a drug lord a cartel cartel. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so uh oscar isaac's character um help us say is santiago pope garcia uh Mm -hmm. he was he after he left the military he went down uh, to south america to help with help the law enforcement kind of keep the streets under control uh try to fight the drug war Mm -hmm. and he realized that you know what these cops don't care they're either being paid by the drug lords or they have no drive to to get to the bottom of things. They just want to quick quickly uh and uh, you know get, uh sweep things under the rug. Yeah, because it's too risky. Because too you know, risky, or can die. Um, other people can get their um their uh cover blown. You know, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's and they, too dangerous. Right, and you and and it's in the opening scenes uh, of the show or the movie. Uh, where they're doing a raid and mm-hmm. Oscar Isaac's character is leading it. And, you know, they, they lose a couple guys in the process because of how dangerous it is. Uh, they finally get the, say, four uh, drug lord, uh, dr- drug bosses or drug dealers uh, in handcuffs. They're in the shady area, uh, like behind like a, some like restaurant or whatever, interrogating them. And it says like, you know, where is the where is the boss? Where's the cartel boss? We'll never tell you. One of the cops shoots the guy. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy says, OK, I'll tell you. He's over here. The other cop shoots him, too. <laughs> and I think that's when Oscar is like, like, yeah, they were going to like, they don't care. Like, they, they don't trust their They don't trust the answers they're getting. They don't they don't investigate. They don't they don't do anything. So he says, screw it uh so he goes back to the united states and starts recruiting his four buddies mm-hmm, that he to, trusts from he, uh, other wars exactly mm-hmm. that they worked with before he knows they're loyal they know he knows they're good and says hey you know what like let's go down south uh i have a job for us we are going to rob this guy this this, this cartel boss he has lots of money uh we're gonna be both a gonna help out the that small town or city and b we're also gonna make money in the process and to motivate them, he shows like, look, we served in the military. You got, sh- you know, Ben Affleck's character got shot three times in the war and he's struggling to pay his kids uh, college tuition and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like it's his way of like let's let's get what's owed to so us. So all these guys are having like midlife crisis, and basically, um, I guess uh, Oscar Isaac's ca- character Pope, he gives them uh, a way out of uh, guess, their I, crisis. Yeah, exactly. He, he gives them a, a retirement plan essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was an interesting concept. That's why it drew me to it because it's almost like a Ocean's Eleven meets like some sort of like war movie mercenary. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I'm down. Um, God, this is such a frustrating movie. Yeah, and it, it is. Yeah. Th- you watched it? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Uh, yeah, dude, it's such a frustrating movie. You know, I, again, I saw the whole thing. Um, you can tell at some points it's a, it's low budget, but mm-hmm. I was hooked. I Okay, I, I thought this movie could have been so much better. It could have. Uh, it really I could mean, have. The cast that they have is yes. it's probably like the, uh, some of the best and rising stars uh in, in the action movie uh world and um dude i mean you you have you have you know the freaking the mandalorian you have uh son of anarchy you have uh freaking what's his name tron uh, uh, tron yeah, tron. yeah. yeah you have freaking Batflick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a crazy crazy cast yeah and um uh, for me uh like when you watch the movie uh, first time watching it and not knowing anything about it, you notice the 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 budget of the movie. <laughs> you notice the budget. Yeah. And again, this is one of those movies that suffer from script holes or plot yeah. holes. Mm-hmm. And I, I <laughs> me and my girlfriend were kind of like laughing. It's funny because I'll say like, well, what about this? And she goes, I know. I was just thinking about that, too. Like, how, like they yeah. forgot about that. Or yeah, they'll say, they're that- saying we only have it's either going to be a or b and i'm like no bitch you have other options there's other options there (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i i guess that's the crazy thing about this movie is um i i think the acting of all the 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 actors in this one is the only thing that carries the movie through yeah can i just say how hilarious that final chase scene is (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like how many bullets are they dodging it's like not it's just, like straight on. There's no way you can miss that. Not just like, that, but that one point, a car like uh, Oscar, uh, Oscar's character like shoots uh, one of the trucks chasing them, and the truck just boosh. And my yeah. girlfriend's like, "Wait, <laughs> nothing hit it. Why did it go flying? <laughs> like there was no reason for it to go flying." Yeah. Uh, I think that's like them, like in their last, like, oh, you know what? It's our last scene. We have this extra money left. Let's, what can we get? Let's get some catapults. Let's, uh, yeah. let's, let's make some cars fly. Let's, yeah, let's blow some shit up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have this, yeah. uh, this beach area. Let's just, let's blow shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton, <laughs> since uh, you know what, I, I brought this movie up. Um, I will give this a two point two five. Two point two five. Okay. Yeah, it, it's an enjoyable movie. Uh, frustrating, low budget, but the premise is solid. The actors are are really interesting. Um, it's it's worth the cringe for me what about you okay you know i'll 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 put it up probably a little bit more just because you know it's watchable yeah uh i I would give it a 2.5 so solid middle middle of the road yeah a solid middle of the road because you you know anything lower anything lower i I wouldn't even watch (laughs) i would just Uh, turn the whole thing off that's just a two i was gonna go two but it's 2.25 for me Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a Netflix movie, so you yeah. know, if you have Netflix, why not? What does it hurt you to watch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I think because it's Netflix, it's watchable. If it was in yeah. theaters, we would say wait till Netflix. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, I'm on. surprised uh, that. Uh, no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's a good thing that it's on Netflix. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, it's on. Uh, ready to move on to our last segment, movies? Yes. Let's get into movies. 
So box office numbers for mm-hmm. probably the last weekend, we have that number one, Avengers Endgame. Number two, Detective Pikachu. Oops, sorry. Mm-hmm. Avengers with 737.9 million. Number mm-hmm. two, Detective Pikachu was 66.4 million. And number three, The Hustle with 16.2 million. Uh, yeah, so this weekend, uh, we record on Thursday starting tomorrow or tonight? When is John Wick coming? Uh, officially, it would be Friday. Friday. So mm-hmm. John Wick is more likely than, uh, is the most likely to take out Avengers as number one. Uh, Detective Pikachu came really close. Uh, it mm-hmm. out it outboxed number the uh, Avengers movie by a couple million on Friday, but mm-hmm. it lost to Avengers on Saturday and Sunday. So Avengers took that weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. So th- John Wick, as long as John Wick makes, I think uh, I told one of our listeners on uh, Lupe on on Twitter, if mm-hmm. John Wick makes between 50 to 60 million uh, throughout the weekend, it will take number one because this is going to be Avengers' fourth weekend. It's mm-hmm. people have seen it already. It's starting to dwindle a little bit. I, that's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that, too. Um, I know that a lot of people have really jumped onto the um, John Wick bandwagon since the last movie. So you because say. you can s- <laughs> No, 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 I agree. I agree. You're right, right. I have <laughs> yeah, seen you've been seeing it because uh, um, if you look at the the money trend on 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 ticket sales uh, for the first movie, uh, I mean they did okay. The second movie they did really well, and you know it's it's gonna be uh, a no brainer that this is gonna be doing even better. It's kind of weird because like you know uh, comparing this series to Taken, for example. Uh, I mean it's a trilogy. But uh, the first movie did okay. The second movie did really good, and then the third movie's just shit. Um, but yeah. I, this movie is kind of weird. It's more of an, uh, a bigger incline. So uh, I'm guessing this is going to be the last movie in the series. But I mean, if they continued it with another chapter, I would be pretty happy too. But that I- that would be stretching it a little too much because the storyline since the very beginning, like you heard of it. Is kind of like such a very weird plot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, a very small plot. And uh, yeah, they make fun of it in the trailer. So I'm guessing this might be the end of it, but I'm okay if they have another one. Yeah, but I don't know where the incline or decline after the movie, just depending on where the story goes. Yeah, I, I always assume when movies start calling themselves chapter, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think they're planning like at least five movies. <laughs> yeah. That's my yeah. that's, that's what my thought from. Like, if not, you would say part one, part three, or one, two, or three. But when they start saying mm-hmm. chapters, I'm like, you want multiple chapters? What book has yeah. three chapters? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a, a a news that I would like to add to this movie section. Um, so this news came out last week after we uh, recorded the previous episode. Um, I know you heard about this too, but we haven't brought it up yet. So after the rise of Skywalker, there's going to be a big gap in between where we won't be getting any Star Wars movies. But uh, when we do get Star Wars movies, uh, it's going to be produced. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, It's going to be coming from the showrunners of Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, David Benioff and D.B. Wise. Which fans are loving this last season. So I'm sure that's going over well. (laughs) Yeah, you, you, you've been reading up on, on what's going on so far on people's I've reactions. Been, I've been seeing people bitching on, on social media about, let's yeah. do this season. We want a better season. <laughs> Shit like this has, has to happen. Uh, you know, this this show has never really been a favor for anybody. 
Uh, but I mean, you know, they, 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 they do do some justice to a lot of characters that we um, fall in love with. But we have to understand that this show and the book is not what it seems. And people have to accept it like that. <laughs> That's just how it is. Yeah. No. Okay. Here. All right. So the reaction I I was seeing, and this is this is coming from an uh, uh, you know outside perspective, since I haven't been been watching the season, mm-hmm. I see people going, "There isn't enough death in there. There's not lot, like not a lot of like key characters are dying. Like they were were the deaths. Where's the the peril of this mm-hmm. world that we were used to?" And then last week happened, and then I'm hearing people being, "Well, that's not how I would have done it. How dare they?" Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, see this is this is this is the big problem with people don't who don't appreciate writing because you know this you is have star wars have, all over again <laughs> yeah this is like star wars uh um the last jedi all over yes, again yes exactly. yeah i mean i i it doesn't matter what it is at this point i mean it's towards the end of the whole entire series we know we know that you know some shit's gonna go down it has to go down a certain way you yeah. know um yeah, and hopefully I'm not giving away anything no, too much because you haven't seen it. Well, no, and also the third thing I want to point out is if things went out exactly how people wanted, then the criticism we were hearing is that was a such a un you know un un that was so predictable. Yeah, it's a predictable season. That was that wasn't yeah. the big boom we wanted. There was no surprise. So I'm like, there's no pleasing these fans now. Yeah. And, that's, See, and that's what sucks. Uh, okay, so the the first part of the season has been great. It's because fans are getting what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It was very predictable on on what what was going to happen. Which I mean, there was a, which you heard yeah. it was boring because people wanted yeah. the action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when they did have the action, people were still complaining about it. Right, like the 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 dark scene. It, <laughs> it's so freaking dumb, dude. I'm like. But so we saw that, yeah, we saw this in in Star Wars: The Last Jedi. We saw this mm-hmm. in the Harry Potter, both the book and the movies, yes. where it didn't end the way people wanted to. Certain characters didn't end up the way people wanted. Uh, we saw this in the Hunger Games, <laughs> which I yeah. agreed with on that one because that was bullshit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as a feminist, as a feminist, uh-huh. I thought that ending was bullshit. Uh, yeah. But like I accepted it. I didn't say, mm-hmm. you know what? No, J.K. Rowling, go rewrite this last book that you wrote for the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Disney, nice try. Give me a better <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Yeah. No, like it's 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 stupid. Like you take this, you love the storyteller so far. Let the storyteller finish telling their story. Don't influence mm-hmm. them. Don't interact. Um, and and this is a sucks thing because I'm like, dude, the fans could have been enjoying the season that they waited so long for, mm-hmm. and instead they're nitpicking because it's not good enough for them or it's not, not going up to, to par. <laughs> Which is funny because people, <laughs> so I I usually just kind of like for for like fandom uh, posts like that I don't interact, mm-hmm. but there was one post that I saw that was uh, what was it? Oh, they rushed the season. They need to re- They need to go back and redo it and take their time. Like. They took two years to film this and like to write it. And, and I know part of it was because they wanted, uh, was it Nor- Norway? Where did they film this? Yeah, uh, they, they filmed it in uh, Iceland. Iceland. Like in Iceland. Like they needed Iceland to be a certain like season. Belfast. Be- Is Belfast I- uh, Iceland? Uh, or Ireland? Ireland, I think. Belfast, yeah. Uh, yeah, like they needed they needed it to be a certain season so they can get that gloomy weather. Mm-hmm. And so and they, you only they, get they, like however many months, and you know it takes exactly. time to build sets. Exactly. So yeah. you know they 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 waited. They they put that 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 effort towards the script, 
um characters grow up like actors mm-hmm. grow up and i'm like for for fans to m- demand another season to be redone i'm sorry but like certain actors they're ready to move on they love game of thrones they made you know they got they they owe they owe their thanks to the fans of game game of thrones for their rising stardom but yeah loyalty yeah yeah but they're ready to move on to other projects some of them have been mm-hmm. withholding projects uh, Dude, it's ten years since uh, the did, the show came out. Did you see uh, Candace uh, uh, Constance Wu's uh, reaction to uh, Fresh Out the Boat being renewed? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. She was uh, she was joking around. People took it too seriously. But I mean, she's like, by the same time too, like you know, she's partly being honest. Like she's not like upset, like outraged. But at the same time, like mm-hmm. she's ready to do other projects. She's a really high in demand actress right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's yeah, no, fa- fans, uh, not not our listeners, they're great, but other yeah. fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey uh i checked out that new aquafina uh trailer where she's in uh, a serious role um <laughs> I think like she's in a serial <laughs> a serial <laughs> no she's not a serial killer okay no um, <laughs> no i'm in serial like breakfast cereal <laughs> oh i thought you were talking about the podcast uh, <laughs> oh no, no oh sure there's a serial great pod- podcast yeah, yeah yeah uh i forgot what the name of the movie is uh let me just type in her name like, oh, look, this is it, selling Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's called The Farewell. It's where uh, she finds out that her grandmother is dying. Mm-hmm. So she has to go to China with her parents. And uh, nobody in the family knows except them. So she's trying to do whatever she can to uh, spend time with her grandma. But she can't, you know, tell her like anything because no one knows except them. So it's kind of yeah. interesting to see that. Yeah, that sounds interesting. That's a good premise. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, you know what? Before we wrap up, let me just give a quick rundown of our movie draft. Uh, okay. So at number one right now, we have uh, Team Vixen with 700 or 700, damn, with six <laughs> with 76.6 million. Second place, we have my brother RG from Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes with 666.0, 600, 600, ah, 66 million. Jesus, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three, Roz with 22.1 million. Fourth place, you, Anton, with 21.4 million. Fifth place, I'm right behind you with 13.9 million. Uh, sixth place, Josias, right behind me by less than a million, but with 13 million. And Carl is in seventh place with a whopping zero. <laughs> you know i'm really surprised with the long shot doing this well so yeah no yeah, that's very a surprise yeah i mean the long shot is uh that that's good amount of money for for a low budget you know produced movie mm-hmm. uh the Sarah movie challenge i will go really quick with this one too we have victorious with 70 72.8 million uh Kristen with 22.1 million Martha with 15.7 million, myself in fourth place with 14.7 million, and Carlos, Clarissa, Crazy, Sickwitted, and Sunny with zero. Uh, I, f- I forgot what movie I chose for that. Is there a place where I can look? Yeah, I put it on our website, but I'll probably mm-hmm. put another post to make it more prominent. It's You can still reach mm-hmm. it from the sign-up post. Uh, okay. But for you, let me say it. Hmm? Let me tell you what movies you have. Okay, sure, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, Aladdin, Dora, and the Lost City of Gold, and Yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I think solid I picks. Think, yeah, I think those will probably be uh, the closest to the top because of Spider-Man mainly. Yeah. Uh, sorry, but Victorious is going to start falling down sharply because she has Detective Pikachu, and I don't think that's going to break. Actually, my, my projection for Detective Pikachu is 
I think the highest it's going to go is probably about 80. Uh, it's, at, it's at 66 right now, right? Or 67. Yeah, right now it's projected at 167, but that's not going to happen. I think something's no. wrong. Something's I wrong. think 80 and 90 would be at the highest um, for the 30 days. Yeah. yeah. Well, something's wrong with the algorithm. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way it's going to make 167. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably, probably, yeah, low hundreds. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, if people want to supp- suppress, support... <laughs> Our movie geekness. How can I do that? Uh, they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and go to our store section where they can probably purchase some stickers or t-shirts. And if there was something that we talked about on the show uh, that they're interested in probably purchasing, uh, they can click on any of the links that is provided in our um, Twitter, Instagram, or even on our website uh, banner. It'll take them to amazon.com and gives us a little kickback so that's a good thing yeah uh yeah i've been posting some good deals i'm, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of those I'm, i wish you can use our own codes <laughs> yeah <laughs> so bad. anyways uh yeah go ahead no no go go okay so today's podcast is also brought to you by audible.com get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 tiles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yes, sir. Uh, people can also follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't forget to sign up for our co- our contract, our contest sweepstakes, I should say, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Like I said, all you do is comment your favorite MCU movie, tag two friends, and like the post and or retweet it. Just follow the instructions on the picture. Uh, you can also send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, look at like our page. We record every Thursday unless there's a big movie premiere or something happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher app, mm-hmm. the 2OC. Yep. All right, Anton, is that it? Did we do everything? Uh, I think I kind of know why we don't have a lot of people on, on Twitter that's uh, doing the contest. I think it's because we have more followers on <laughs> I I yeah. I will say, for the most part, I think I neglect Twitter. Oh, okay. Twitter gets That's content, probably. but Twitter doesn't get interaction. Because there's no not a lot of pictures, just mostly text. No, no, no. I put I put pictures, but yeah, but I just people... I don't comment and like you know communicate back and forth like I do on Instagram with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, uh, for the two OC, I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one, guys. See you. Wait, that's <laughs> <laughs>